Hello, and welcome back for this bonus episode of I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. I know this one is coming right on the heels of the last one. I just had to tell you about this one recent weekend I had. Thanks for listening. Don't give up. Don't give in. It's just the journey. The darkness grows the sea. Bonus episode, a weekend full of Maddie. Recently, I experienced what can only be described as a Maddie full weekend. We're approaching August 1st, which will be, this is so unbelievable to say, seven months since Maddie moved onward to her next adventure. It has been said that at the seven-year mark after a person's death, it is more likely to have a visit or encounter of some kind with the one we miss. This was true for me and my dad. It's also been a common story I've heard from other folks. I guess it shouldn't surprise me that Maddie would choose the seven-month mark to check in with me. Of course, she's been visiting me in my dreams ever since February, especially during the move. The recent weekend, though, was nothing short of miraculous. It started on Friday night with a dream. First, I should give this disclaimer for those who don't know already. My dreams have always been, well, intense. Ever since childhood, detailed, full-on stories, almost like movies. Fascinating, really. However, as an adult the dreams started to become more hmm, interesting, disturbing. I'm not really sure what word to use. Basically, if you're familiar with the work of film director David Lynch, my dreams would definitely freak him out. (laughs) Okay, that said, here we go. In the dream, I realized that I had died. Clearly, I hadn't because I was still alive here. At least, I think I was. I knew I had died. I just didn't know where I was. I was walking along in a place that was all clouds. If you've seen the 1978 movie Heaven Can Wait, it looked like that. I asked myself, where am I supposed to go? And I heard a voice telling me that I could be wherever I wanted to be. I just needed to choose it. I chose Assisi, and instantly I was there, in the beauty of Italy, walking the streets of Old Town all alone. It was beautiful and peaceful, and I liked it there. Except I began to wonder how anyone would find me there. I only know two people in Italy, and they're still alive. I just wasn't sure if my folks would know to look for me there in Assisi. That seemed to concern me, so I decided to choose another place. I'm not totally sure where I went. 
it might have been Burton, Ohio, my favorite place to go for maple cream and a place that has deep, deep family connections. Or it might have been my childhood home, the Rye Road House. Wherever it was, it felt familiar. Lots of super green grass and big trees under a deep blue sky. The temperature was perfect. I felt myself smile, and that smile seemed to fill my whole being. Still, though, there was no one else around. I wasn't upset about this. I was just curious. And then Carl appeared, flashing that smile and giving me a warm, loving hug. I was so happy to see him. I couldn't stop looking at him as we began to talk and laugh together. After a few moments, Carl, getting serious, let me know that I was just visiting. He explained that it wasn't time yet and I wouldn't be allowed to stay. He said that while I was there though, I could choose two people to visit with. And of course, he counted as one. I was stunned. How could I choose just one other person? All of my protectors flashed in front of my eyes. Should it be my dad or Jimmy? What about Amy or Michael, Sydney or Eddie or Sylvia? There were so many I wanted to see. And suddenly Maddie came running across the grass toward me. My heart just about burst out of me as she ran right to me, jumped up, knocked me down and began licking my face and making her happy cry sound. She was so excited. So was I. It was the sweetest reunion. Carl, in his own special way, said, yeah, she counts as your second person, just so you know. <laughs> The three of us walked around together and talked for a bit. And then Carl said it was time to come back here. I asked if we'd see each other again, and he smiled. Maddie sat down on my foot, looking up at me with her loving eyes. And without realizing it had happened, I was sent back. I woke up and discovered that I was, in fact, alive feeling closer than ever to Carl and to my girl. The next morning, Saturday, I woke up early to prepare the room and myself for the return of the couch. That wonderful piece of furniture that had traveled with me across the country, stopping to rest in five different states, 11 different living rooms, and had been Maddie's favorite place to watch dog TV. So many of the photos I have of her are on that couch. The last one I took of her on the evening of January 31st was on that couch. The woman who had taken it to do her magic on it had renamed it the Funky Daybed. <laughs> she and her team were totally jazzed about working on it. I was remembering the day the couch left the house back in April. It had been a really difficult day. I was super excited about the couch being revitalized and I waved at them as they drove away with it. And then I went back inside the house and saw the huge empty space in front of the windows. Another reminder that Maddie was really gone. And now here we were, the day of the return of this couch. 
I wasn't sure what to expect, really. I wasn't even sure what I would feel. All I knew was that the colors we had chosen were beautiful and that the upholsterer was really proud of the work she had done. The guys showed up and there it was. Gorgeous. From old and faded maroon and gold, it was now a luscious purple and a gentle periwinkle. And it didn't creak anymore. (laughs) It was Maddie's couch, even better now. Through the skillful hands and vision of this woman and her team, they brought me what is now being called the Maddie Memorial Funky Daybed, also known as the MMFDB. After the guys left, I sat across from the MMFDB and let myself cry again. Missing Maddie, feeling her with me, remembering the dream, feeling like the timing of it all was so perfect. It took a couple of days for me to actually sit on the MMFDB. (laughs) Baby steps. Grief can be sneaky. The next part of the Maddie full weekend happened the next day on Sunday. Going back for a bit, down the street from the old house and only a few steps from my new home is a church and a small park. Winding through that park is a brick pathway with bricks that have names of people, messages of love, honoring those who we miss. Whenever Maddie and I would go for a walk, I would say, church path Maddie, and she would lead me right to it. Back in February, right after Maddie moved on, I submitted an order for a brick on the path just for her. And then I waited and waited. I called, I asked, when will the new bricks be put in? And I was told it would happen when the weather got warmer. Okay. Well, when the weather got warmer, (laughs) I ended up with this boot on my foot and I couldn't walk over there to see if the brick was in. So I called again. They were so patient with me. I mean, it's a church office, so I would hope that they would be patient. They told me that the bricks were on their way and should be in soon, air quotes on soon. And then so sweetly, they asked me if I had a preference as to where her brick would go in on the path. I did have a preference. In the middle of the path, there's a small circular garden spot a quiet place to sit with stone benches and a statue. I asked if her brick could be close to that place. It gets less traffic and it wouldn't wear down as quickly. And they said they would put it there. So here we are, the Maddie full weekend, Friday night, the dream, Saturday, the return of the MMFDB. And then Sunday, my wonderful friend, Susie, who walks her beloved Hank every day and who had offered to check for the brick each time she and Hank were out walking, sent me a text with a photo, Maddie's brick. It was there and beautiful. It reads, for Maddie, who loved to walk here. I was overwhelmed. One thing after the next, from the dream to the couch, to the brick. Maddie was so powerfully present the whole weekend. And just to be clear, she's always nearby, just like all of my protectors are. 
I can feel her and all of them talking to me, guiding me, supporting me. It was just so intense, this Maddie full weekend. It felt like she had totally coordinated it, just for me. The gratitude I feel is larger than words can contain for Maddie, for Carl, for all of my protectors. And I think it's best if I let their words end this episode. This is the song they wrote for me, through me. I sat down at the piano and I asked them all what they wanted me to remember about them. And they dictated this song to me. I miss them all. I love them all. And most especially, after that miraculous weekend, I just want to say thank you, Maddie. Thank you so very much, my sweet girl. They're with me now, the ones that I sing to, hovering near, staying so close. They saved my life, I thought they'd always be with me, though they've moved on. Never alone. I never knew I was missing you in my life until you showed up. Learning about our past, connected from so long ago. They walked me around. 
she snuggled close and made me smile. I know you all hear me. I always feel you near me. There are so many of you. They're with me now, the ones that I sing to, hovering near, staying so close. They saved my life, I thought they'd always be with me, though they've moved on, I'm never alone, never alone, I'm never alone. Thank you so much for listening to I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. I truly hope that you enjoyed this one and that you all get visitations from those you miss. It's such a special thing to feel them close to us. As always, I invite you to please check in on the website. The whole podcast is on there starting from that first episode in June of 2020. There's also info on the book and other cool stuff, as well as that all-important contact tab. If you want to receive my truly sporadic informational emails, please use the contact tab. The website is www.revrachelhollander.com. That's Rev, R-E-V as in Valerie, rachelhollander.com. Explore, share, check in. It's there for you and for anyone you know that might need or want it. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. And if you live locally, head on over to St. Dominic's at Van Aken in Norwood and visit Maddie's Brick. I might even be there. <laughs> Please take good care of yourselves and one another. Talk soon. <laughs>